This next part of service is a new addition to our online experience, and it's called Practicing the Way. In these Practicing the Way segments, we are introducing and practicing spiritual disciplines. The point of spiritual disciplines is to help us draw closer to Jesus. Today, we're going to focus on Bible memorization. Bible memorization is important for Christ followers because when we memorize God's Word, when we memorize verses in the Bible, it fills our minds with God's truth. And when our minds are filled with God's truth, sometimes it's easier to hear from God and obey what God is telling us to do. Today, we are going to memorize a passage from Romans chapter 15, verse 13. In a little bit, the verse is going to be broken up into phrases, and so feel free to, to interact and engage with the verse by memorizing it. Some good tips to help with memorization is, again, break it up into phrases. And read it aloud. Read it a couple times, three or four times, in, in fact. And as we proceed with our scripture memorization, phrases will be added onto the screen. And so go ahead and take it, take it into bits and pieces. Now, as great as it is to practice this during service, my hope is that we also practice this outside of service. And so if you're able to memorize the whole thing within the session, awesome. If not, I encourage you to keep on practicing it and find a way to store that verse into your mind as you go about your day and your week. Because again, in memorizing scripture, we fill our minds with God's truth so that we hear God and we obey God. And so let's dive into some scripture memorization.
So this is the season of joy. No other time of the year do you see joy mentioned more than during Christmas. It's all over the place. There are joy-lighted decorations. There are joy ornaments. Or there are even joy Yorkshire Terriers. Why Yorkies? Well, chip and pebbles, of course, and they bring so much joy to our lives. Well, so those are great, but some of the joy things can get a little weird. Uh, how about the joy photo shoot gone horribly wrong? I'm sure all you parents can resonate with this one. Or the Christmas joy book, whose author seemed to forget that Mary and Joseph were Middle Eastern. I mean, come on, that guy's whiter than me, but he's got much better hair. And then, of course, who can forget the famous Christmas Joy Llamas? Now, the Joy Llamas are the opposite of the Drama Llamas. That's why you find them around Christmas. Okay, I have to admit, this one's actually kind of cool. I, I, I want some Joy Llamas now. Well, Christmas is a season of joy because Christianity is a religion of joy. Jesus even said it in his own words. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. But you see, there are a lot of things in our world that try to steal our joy. See, just this week, I woke up feeling terrible about myself. I had one of those dreams where I was back in school and I didn't study for a test, but it was more than that. I was failing another class, and I didn't do the final paper for another one. I was failing three classes in my dream. And I woke up just feeling like an absolute failure. And that was just because of a dream. But my joy was gone. You see, fear, insecurity, anxiety, depression, isolation, all of these things can steal your joy. So how can we protect our joy? How can we hold on to our joy when there is so much around us looking to steal it? Well, the answer is right there in the Christmas story. So today we're going to talk about Mary, because somehow in the face of fear, confusion, anxiety, she held on to joy. Want to know how she did it? Well, here it is. When Mary was afraid, she chose to trust God and embrace his plan. Let me say that again for you. When Mary was afraid, he, she chose to trust God and embrace his plan. So we're going to pick up the story in Luke chapter 1. Here we go. In the sixth month, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, now Elizabeth, that's Mary's older cousin who was also pregnant, so in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Now, Mary is a teenager engaged to Joseph. Okay, That was, that was fairly common at that time. Uh, then one night, an angel appears to her. Now keep in mind, God had been largely silent in Israel for the last 400 years. 
So naturally, this was Mary's reaction. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Another translation describes her as she was frightened and confused. That's probably a pretty good summary, because okay, that sounds about right. Now, the, but the angel reassures her again with the same words. You are favored by God. Not because of anything you've done, but because what God has done. See, the angel continues. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Now, this would have been obvious to her that this, the, the words of the angels, that this was the promised Messiah King that the Old Testament talked about. And that's going to be her little baby. And that's not even the part that freaks Mary out the most, because here's what she says next. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? She's like, well, yeah, okay, angel, that all sounds great, but I haven't even, well, you know, uh -huh. Yeah, um, no, I haven't. So the angel explains how it's going to happen. The angel continues. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Now, at this point, you know Mary's thinking, okay, that did not help at all. Now, I've taken sex ed. I've seen the diagrams. I got that little gift bag. But nobody ever mentioned anything about overshadowing. None of this makes sense. Fear, confusion, anxiety. How do you think you would respond? Well, here's how she responded. I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. That's amazing. The scared little teenage girl I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. You see, when Mary was afraid, she chose to trust God and embrace his plan. This is the choice Mary made that brought joy to her life. And this can be seen a few verses later when she begins to sing a worship song. And we're going to meditate on that song in just a few minutes. But for now... The, the first two lines just go like this. My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Another translation of this says it could be, my soul finds its joy in God. My soul finds its joy in God. And that's the secret. You find your joy in God. That's how you could trust him. That's how you can embrace his plan, just like Mary. That's how you can make the Mary choice. See, most of our choices are really just trying to make ourselves happy. But happiness is based on what's happening around you. That's why it disappears so quickly. Happiness is based on your circumstances. Joy is based on God. 
And when you try to find, when we try to find our joy in our circumstances, it never works. You see, if your joy is not given by life circumstances, it cannot be taken away by life circumstances. Let me say that again. If your joy is not given by life circumstances, it cannot be taken away by life circumstances. So this Christmas, make the merry choice. Trust God and embrace his plan so that you can sit in peace and say, my soul finds its joy in God. Now, for the next few minutes, we're going to have a scripture meditation together. And we're going to meditate on Mary's song of joy that she sings. And may it be your song of joy as well. Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl, and from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Almighty One is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. <laughs> 